We're recording. Awesome. We keep eating cookies while 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 we're going to record this one. Okay. So this was brought to you by the Keebler Elf. Um, I said they were Pepperidge Farm. I was very clear <laughs> well, about that in the pre-episode. I, I'm I don't, offended I, I don't, that you forgot that. I don't remember, but Pepperidge Farm remembers. <laughs> <laughs> Pepperidge uh, Farm is from Downers Grove, Illinois, where I grew up. Oh, okay. I'm, that sounds like the like the high school basketball team was really popular there. The what was Downers North's team name? Were they the Trojans? Yeah, I, I, yeah, that's what I know is, is Illinois high school basketball mascots. Yep. Yeah, especially public high schools that even your friends didn't attend because I didn't go to that school. Yeah, I always I memorized the rivals of all of my friends in high school. Well, it's a pretty safe bet if there's a Trojans, there's a Spartans. It's a pretty safe bet. If there's not any Trojans, there's a lot of pregnant kids. (laughs) (laughs) Shit. (laughs) Oh my gosh. This episode is brought to you by Knox County Sheriff's Department. (laughs) Stay safe out there. Make good choices. Are we deleting this or are we keeping it? I don't even care. Welcome to the Effects Loop on DS. I'm Scott. We're keeping you in the loop of the guitar community. <laughs> Best intro ever. Um, my, my cheeks hurt. I'm laughing too hard. <laughs> you know that it's a problem when you're laughing when I'm doing so hard. You make your cheeks hurt. Because <laughs> <laughs> if you if you're not playing Westminster Facts, it will smack you in the face. <laughs> what? <laughs> oh my gosh! I, mean, I was this... wondering where you're gonna go with that. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't going the other way. We'd lose that sponsorship in a heartbeat. Uh, uh, I, but, I have had a comment in my head that was would make us lose that sponsorship so fast. <laughs> that that moment when you pray that your sponsor doesn't listen to the episode. <laughs> so Kyle, d- Kyle, don't tell him, please. John, <laughs> please, please no. <laughs> no one tell Cody. <laughs> he doesn't need to know. All right. But for real, go check out Westminster FX. They've actually got some fantastic pedals besides their poor choice and who they sponsor. Um, uh, We were talking uh, in the group. They've got their Facebook group. And someone was asking, what are the, like, have, like, you have to have pedals from Westminster FX. I I said the Dually. It's fantastic. The E89 is a real popular one. Um, They've got, I mean, the Geneva Amp Sim, I feel like is something that's really fantastic and helps them stick out well have we mentioned on the show that i got a dually recently no not specifically oh yeah so i just got one in hand um it's a very tall pedal that's the v1 yeah the v2 is is a lower profile yeah but no wait list um and to get that that king of tone style pedal yeah cheaper too I mean, and you can have a toggle switch on both channels, which is something you can't have on a King of Tone. So, I want to look up the my where I'm at on the King of Tone waitlist because I'm actually coming up. Didn't you just do this like a week ago? Did I do it on air though? Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh wait, now everyone's hearing me hit the screen because I'm on my phone. <sighs> Awkward moments. I'm pretty sure the waitlist has not moved because that waitlist is not moving anymore since we talked because didn't we talk about it like the waitlist only moved like four months in the last like two years well there was a lot that happened in the last two years yeah i i actually got a king of tone yeah i can't remember my password so oh well well we'll get to that later. oh 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 oh
WVU. It's only good for 30 minutes, so by the time this episode's done recording... Oh, I said it was wrong. <laughs> Alright, move on. Just move on without me. Oh, dude. I moved on without you a long time ago. <laughs> Damn. That's not even cool. Alright, so... Yeah, West Newster Effects. Go check it out. Um, that's the longest, most roundabout... Oh, all right our sponsor spot where we talk about another brand spell <laughs> awesome all yeah right. i'm assuming we've lost you for good so let's yeah, just give your what's new um nothing except for i moved into a, a new apartment so nice. so i guess that's a pretty big what's new nice i continue to get repair parts for your box of pedals you sent me Let's just say, <laughs> yeah, every every pedal that had a toggle switch got had something broken. It's not been fun. I, I I swear, like the packing job wasn't like the most amazing thing. That was not the worst packing job ever. No, it's just they did not like the trip. Yeah. So yeah, the the marine layer has been the one that's been hard because like switches are a weird size, so those ones that I bought didn't fit. Oh yeah. But, uh, but good thing we broke a different pedal. So yeah. that way maybe we could, yeah. Well, we tried other, really hard. All the other ones are fixed, but I don't know. I haven't, I haven't like been in a rush to sell them. So, oh, well. Anyway, that's kind of oh. what's, I don't know. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. I, got, I got, actually got a, I actually bought a pedal too. When, which, yeah. I, yeah, I bought like six pedals from you, but, um, I bought a Keeley Bubbletron and I just got that. Um, oh, did I wait? Wait, did did I did I mention that I bought the fuzz the Chase Bliss, uh, the Bliss Factory? Uh no, you did not mention that. Oh yeah, well, ta-da! Ta-da! Yeah. Um, have you gotten it yet? No, it has not shipped yet. Okay. I think they're gonna start shipping probably the last wave March fifth. I got in real late, like whenever I got on, like uh, there was like thirty left. Well, they took. I mean, they took almost uh, nine. Almost twenty four hours. hours. Yeah, they they took almost a day to sell. So mm -hmm. that's not. I mean, that's that's really good. Yeah. Actually, frankly, that's probably like ideal. It's like, hey, if you had the money, you had a chance to get in, but they still sold out. You know, like there wasn't that like long drawn out them trying to move the last ten units kind of a thing. And yeah. Clearly, clearly no one can say well scalpers got them all anymore so yeah so yeah so that's what so, i got going um other than that we booked our uh summer nam trip in the hopes that there is a summer nam yeah yeah at least we can still cancel if there isn't yeah that's true all right. Um, well, let's talk about some gear news. Yeah, let's. let's let's actually do the things. Oh my gosh! I swear, I Philip Carter's in my room. That's gonna be absolutely hilarious. That is actually the bed that is available right now. Oh my heavens! All right, sorry. Um, he ended up getting. He got me banned from Gear Talk one point, and I had a like a ongoing vendetta against him. Nice. So this is that's gonna be an amazing name. All right. So speaking of. Uh, a long time vendetta. Well, only about long time. Uh, it took forever for this to happen, but Wampler came out with a rat pedal called the Ratsbane. Um, yeah, so it's a mini rat. Yeah, so mini pedal, and also it has different gain and voicing options beyond just the standard. So it's not just a rat. It it has some adjustability and changings. Well, that's cool. I mean, it's not much to say anymore about it. It's not like changing, like life-changing stuff. I don't know. I, I mean, are we at peak rat yet? I mean, I feel like we, we're long past it at this point in some ways. I mean, honestly, I feel like with the woodcutter and the DRV, like... Yeah, but this is half the price of a DRV. Yeah, but... <sighs> I don't know. 
so the the upper side of rats has happened and now this is sort of the I, i'm still let's put it this way i'm still trying to figure out really what wampler is anymore uh, hopefully a pedal company if not i'm way off well they make amps oh yeah the bravado but uh i mean they they make one amp yeah, so I mean, if if we look at the last couple Wampler releases, there there was the Terraform, which was quite a pedal, but then there was just a bunch of and there there was the the Blues Breaker with the Pantheon, yeah, um, the Nobles with the what is the production model? The Claymore was for Alex. Um, what's the actual production? The Bell, yeah. Something? There's Plexi. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, it's mini. It's a mini size, so it's it's smaller. Yeah. And, and I mean, that's also where they started with uh, the Klon. What do they call it? The Tumnus? Yeah. So, I think they were kind of the first mini, or at least of the mainstream yeah. group. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Wampler is also like in Guitar Center and stuff, so... That that puts a boutique-ish rat in in a more retail presence. Yeah, that's true. Where just you know, big ear isn't really they, they sell direct mostly. Um, yeah, I mean, same with nineteen eighty one. So yeah, I mean, you're waitlisting within nineteen eighty one. So yep. Yeah, so well, I mean, if, if this scratches your itch, you got you got the re- the multiple voicings and different gain styles to really get some dynamic stuff in there. But it's 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 a rat. I think the other thing they said was I think they socketed the IC. So if you're like it has to be an LM three hundred eight, and you're willing yeah. to like pay ridiculous amounts for it, you can swap one in. But I mean, that's that's pretty nifty. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, I don't know. It's kind of weird, but I, it's like one of those things where it's it's cool, but I don't think it's necessary. But what do I know? I mean, you and I are just so like, yeah, I've already got my rat. Pretty much. Yeah. All and right. if I didn't have a, if I didn't have a, well, even then, what I've got the Osteen, the Osteen distortion. That's a rat. Is it? Yeah, from what I understand. I feel like that joke needs to be made more. Ooh, you dirty rat. Osteen's a rat. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. Trying to say I don't know how to do math. Um, I've been listening to you measure things on walls and fail <laughs> hanging them for like half an hour right now. So, <laughs> so backstory. We we started this call and apparently neither of us were really ready to actually record, so we were just farting around. And I'm like, "Well, I'm gonna hang stuff up." And Scott's cooking a steak sous vide, whatever. And I was, okay, all he hears is, "I swear, if this isn't right this last time, I'm I'm not putting it up." I think there's like seven holes in the wall. I don't know. Luckily, they're covered up. I'm well, just imagining Homer building the grill in the backyard. <laughs> <laughs> He's just shouting at himself. Why must I fail at every attempt at masonry? Anyway. Oh my gosh. Anywho. English right. side's ruined. Must use French side. Le Grill? What the hell is that? Le Grill. Alright, so we're moving on. Speaking of Le Grill, this thing is on fire. It's, it's the Line 6 HX Stomp XL. Extreme extreme now with twice as many well what is it it's almost over that's five buttons five extra buttons or five yeah five extra buttons right yeah so eight all together eight all together the ocho wow going bold there dedicated tap tempo now i mean i feel like this in in one way this is what people have been asking for or like (laughs) trying to have like yeah this is kind of what the helix lt kind of wanted to be just well just it had the expression and it was bigger mm-hmm. well it was a lot bigger yeah 
I, I, I'm trying to think. Does this actually add any other? Uh, they moved the they moved the volume knob to the back. They added the extra five buttons. Um. That you can now do more presets, two more presets and one more snapshot per preset. Yeah. And I, I think where the, the power of this comes from is actually now setting up your HX stop as the core of your MIDI is actually where I think this thing really shines is you see a lot of people with like an MC6 or a disaster area or something like that and an HX stomp and the HX stomp receives the MIDI. Now this lets, lets this be your core MIDI, MIDI center. So... I think that's that's the real like new thing there. It doesn't really expand the HX stomp in terms of like functionality other than adding a few extra swi switches, which if you're only after a few extra switches, just get some exhaust or not exhaust, uh external switches um and just plug them in one of the expression ports and just do that. That would be a more affordable option if you already have one, but this could be cool. Yeah. I think it adds what, 200 bucks over the price? Yeah, it's uh, seven forty nine. Yeah, I mean that's sort of that halfway in between going to a full LT. Yeah, I mean I, I I'm I'm still debating. I want to get a stomp. So uh, I've got a buddy who stopped using the Iridium with the new stomp because uh, the stomp had the new Princeton amp pack in it. Yeah, and he's like, "This is great. This is all I need." So. <laughs> Now he's I don't got... know. It's... I'm, I'm excited to, to get one. I'm, I know I'm definitely going to get a stomp at some point soon. That's going to be your amp solution, or are you going to get rid? Or is that just going to be like your effects solution? Uh, I think it's going to be more like an effects solution. Because you had the HX effects way way back when, right? Right, and I did enjoy that. And um another thing that i really like the idea of is like my buddy andrew has a lot of cool presets stuff like that we can share stuff and i can do a lot of fun things you know mm -hmm. so. so so with that let's move along move along sorry well <laughs> i'm all american rejects there oh is that what that was yeah it wasn't just two cats fighting in a bag uh, oh no, I have Carry On stuck in my head. That's what the song I'm singing. Is it Bayside did that song? I have no idea. No clue what you're talking about, bro. All right, speaking of no clue, Fender has no clue because they unveiled the stunning 2021 Custom Shop Prestige Collection featuring guitars with no boundaries. And by no boundaries, it means that they don't know when to stop. I, I can't be in a relationship with someone who has no boundaries. It, like if this if this guitar is not going to respect my boundaries, I can't have a healthy relationship with it. Um, I mean, I really feel like this is just infringe upon infringing upon my um, self, my you know my personal self. Yeah. But yeah, um, I'm just kidding. Actually, I mean, the, I like these, these are these are the guitars that make the calendar. All right, they've got the Paul Walker Strat. Wait, seriously. Paul, no, Waller. Paul Waller. <laughs> I I'm not making jokes about Paul Walker being dead. You sure? We have, we have better we have better class than that, right? Yeah, I mean, I say, I figure if I say one, I'm just gonna crash and burn. So, <laughs> do you just live your life one quarter note at a time? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh my gosh! All right. <laughs> Oh, that's nice knowing you guys. Pack my bags and go to hell. <laughs> All right. So there's a Paul Waller Sugar Surprise Strat. Um, so it's a based, you know, just a small little LA band, I guess. Not sure. It's, I mean, it's cool. It's a Strat. It's pretty much. These are pretty much just their normal stuff, but like going a little extra. Um, there's the Leaves of Tears, like Super Strat. I mean, it's hard to describe these. It's that's a flame-topped purple, okay, matching headstock, bursty kind of thing, and then it's got like kind of a pinstriping 
thing on it. And lipstick pickups. Yeah, that was pretty cool. Yeah. Um, the one I'm actually kind of digging is the acrylic Jazz Master. Um, just because I, I, but I wish it had a guard that was tortoise. Yeah. Cause, uh, Dan Armstrong, like the, yeah. like yeah. that kind of vibe on an offset would be fun, <laughs> but it's a see-through guard. So you see all the wiring and all that kind of stuff. Um, I always wanted to have a hollowed out acrylic guitar for my ashes when I die. That'd be pretty cool. So when we scatter your ashes, we smash the guitar. And well, then... no, you, you keep my ashes. Oh. No, I'm haunting someone. Yeah. How much? All right. How much are these running? So there's the Dale Wilson tapestry Telecaster. It looks like a Telecaster was made out of like an old wood table. It's got kind of that like bandana kind of. Uh... Yeah, artwork in it. Um, I thought Bandana was like Paisley. Yeah, I mean it, it. It's got that. It has a kind of Paisley style artwork to it. Yeah, it's not exactly a Paisley, but uh, the P Bay Special with a flowery pickguard kind of thingy. It looks like someone made that in their garage. I like it. Yeah, the double neck Marauder. I do think that's kind of cool. It is the one situation where the Fender, uh, the penis headstock. I, I, I think people call it the hockey stick. That is a weird looking hockey stick. Yeah, but it looks it, more like a droopy penis. Was it was it the Marauder this year where they they made one and it was a six string? I do and not we were know. Just like hard pass on that look. No clue, bud. Yeah. Um. And then ba, 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 the custom burled redwood strat. Yeah. Uh, uh, that's a no. Box top telly. I just I don't like any of them. I I I, I, I respect what the the box top does because it is that like uh, finger joining. Yeah. But it's just like the top doesn't click with it. The the jazz telecaster with a raised wooden bridge. That's unique. It's but it's just Fender like changing small little things here and there. Well, that's a whole different neck headstock. Is it one they've never done before? I've never seen it before. Hold on. I think I'm I got lost a little bit. Get up. Get up. Sorry. Um, custom Flamingo Sunset Telly. The custom 62 Precision Bass, which is interesting how it just kind of has this like wild branch kind of a thing and then actually turns into the inlays. Yeah. But we've completely lost Diaz at this point because Scott's reading a list. So let's move on to... You had me captivated with your list reading. Oh, did I have you in just like... Like just a... What am I, I can't come up with a word. Where you're just like stupefied, but you're just like staring at somebody in wonder. Enamored? Enamored. That's the word. I just want to point out Diaz made the word. Diaz made the word. Have we talked about the... how crappy of a day and how my brain is just not working today? No? Oh, I think... Oh, today's been. Mm. I was supposed to, today's my like one day off this week. Yeah. And golly, I uh, so I had to go on site for work today, and I was inventorying HVAC equipment to do a sound study. My job is some days really not fun. Um, so I'm crawling like it's, it's all this equipment that's like packed into a corridor, and it's yeah. like behind fencing, and so like I can't even like access half of it by walking. I have to like climb around equipment, and even like one or two of them. There was one where I just like flat out had to like get on my back and slide, uh, like crawl under the piece of equipment to get past it. 
Yeah. And, and bear in mind, it's like 25 degrees out today. So it's not a fun day to be on concrete, especially dirty concrete that's covered in like pigeon crap. So like I need to go like dry clean my coat now. Um, uh, and then I, uh, uh, so I, I'm getting there and then I have to do the step up onto an, a raised platform. That's like three and a half, four feet up in the air. And mm-hmm. being a six, six guy, I'm actually able to one step that, um, with just kind of a long lunge and I split my pants while doing it. <laughs> Sorry. Yep. So it's, came home and changed my underwear after that site visit. That's Actually, always fun. Yeah, my jeans held up because I have stretchy jeans, but my underwear is not stretchy. So that was fun. So that just put me in a great mood for the rest of the day, you know. Yeah. Starting my morning with that. Crawling around in pigeon crap and splitting my pants. That was great. Well, you're you're here with us now, Scott. Things are getting better. Speaking of things getting better, Fender revives the boxer series. <laughs> ah, that's not getting better. That's the opposite of getting better. Yeah, these are the most 80s-esque Fenders I've, I've, I think I've seen. Um, so they've got a Stratocaster, a Telecaster, and a Precision Bass. Plain top, mm-hmm. no pickguard, P-Bass, and Telecaster. Yeah. So if if you've really wanted to get a uh, a Chapman, but you still want a Fender logo on it, get that Telecaster. Yeah, I'm disappointed in you, Fender. I just don't know how much these are selling in like quantity to justify like Fender doing this, unless they're like FSRs. I'm just really so tired of Fender putting out the same thing with one different little switch or like oh this is a different wood from a different tree and it's like no shit dude fender hasn't come out with a new guitar since 1960 something right they just come out with variations (sighs) dual humbucker strat yay dual humbucker telly yay i guess they're selling if they keep coming out with new versions of it but Oh, I well. guess. Um, the good news, I believe these are made in Japan, so good quality, and they're hitting around a hundred, twelve hundred pounds, so pretty decent price point too. Well, that's heavy as shit. Oh <laughs> <laughs> yeah! Woo! Um, they've got a, they got the TBX tone control, so they can do the thing where they cut the highs or cut the lows. That's cool. Yeah. All right, let's talk about the next Fender thing on the list. Yay, more Fender. Ben Gibbard has a signature Fender. Apparently, if you just email the right person, you can get a signature Fender. Um, so I think it's a, this it's is a Mustang. This is the second. Well, oh, sorry. Sean Mendez was a music master, wasn't it? I don't really know or care. It was a cool looking guitar. Don't get me wrong. And I actually, I listened to Sean Mendez. Didn't we make it Guitar of the Year? I, I didn't know we had an award. Yeah, you, you you don't remember a whole episode of you and me arguing over what the best uh, guitar of the year was? N- no, kind of. A lot's happened since then. I've slept. Okay, back off. If you ever want to confuse Diaz, just walk up and start talking about something that happened here in an episode because I'll have <laughs> no clue what you're talking about. Hey, Diaz, remember that, that time that you documented things and released them to the public and then had no recollection of what you said? <laughs> and then you did it another 149 times. <laughs> Someone told me that's true. I'm, I'm still not 100% on it, but um, yes, I believe I, it. I do not recall. <laughs> <laughs> um, not to my recollection. <laughs> I, I have no prior memory of said event or place i would like to plead the fifth (laughs) my lawyer said shut the fuck up (laughs) you're gonna lose this for us so on that note i'm gonna take his advice excuse me sir may i ask you a question what when your lawyer 
brings his finger across his throat slowly. What is that supposed to mean? It looks like he's mouthing, I'll kill you. <laughs> Why does that note that you just passed say, I'm not going down without taking you with me? Oh, man. I have to testify soon for a project, and I'm like, I got to, like, prep myself again for, like, how to behave in court properly. You can't, I, you can't nod and say, mm-hmm. I remember getting in trouble for that last time I did that. Sir, uh, Mr. Hamilton, mm-hmm is not a proper answer. I need a clear yes or no, please. Yeah, I, I got to figure out how to make the cat, um, the cat face thing work so for the Zoom call so that I can... <laughs> Sorry. I don't know. <laughs> uh, that, you know, that was one of the lighthearted moments that brought America together in this last year. That, <laughs> yeah, that it's, it's Bernie just, Sanders and positives. his mittens, the two things that united America. I mean, how did we not elect that man? He's so wholesome. Radical socialism, death of America. Oh, yeah. I, I forgot about his communist meetings. I mean,. He might have been. He could have been. Who knows? I don't know. Just a little communism, not a whole lot. I mean, at this point, Bernie just has to start talking about GameStop, and we'll we'll just the whole all of America will love him, right? Like that. That's basically what we need, right? I am now asking you once again to invest in GameStop to take down the hedge funds. Yeah. Hold the stock. Hold the stock. Hold it. Diamond hands. (laughs) Rocket ship emoji. Yeah, <laughs> that's, except for he won't call it an emoji. He'll just be like rocket ship rocket, stickers. Rocket, <laughs> rocket ship cartoon on my phone. Okay, these things my nephew sends me, I don't recognize. It's like a whole keyboard <laughs> of symbols I don't know. They're rocket ship wingding. <laughs> wingding. Oh my gosh. Remember wingdings back in the day? How you how, how yes. we encrypted our messages to each other? <laughs> we, were, we were so dumb. <laughs> we were just really dumb people. Yeah. All right, so speaking of really so, dumb. So the, again, the Ben Cooper Mustang. <laughs> um, natural finish, black pickguard, chrome hardware. Bop, bop, bop. It has two custom-designed single coils voiced after the ones actually found in Gibbard's real guitar. Uh, three-way rotary switch disguised as the tone control. I dig that. Um, yeah. Was it, was it Paul Reed Smith used to do the five-way rotary switch? Yeah, that's what I had in mind. Yeah. Um, and then uh, it's a chambered ash body, so it's a little lighter. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mustang vibrato, but it it looks like one, but it's actually a hardtail bridge. Hmm. There you go, and you can listen to him play it in places with things very carefully. Up some narrow stairs. What? Uh, I was trying to make a death cab reference. Yeah, no one listens to them. How dare you? I'm an emotionally sensitive 20-year-old in the late 2000s. Actually, when did I get into Death Cab? High school? I think I got into Death Cab in high school. Yeah. All I know is I Will Possess Your Heart is such a long song. All I remember is they always played that stupid song in the morning on VH1 before school. The one with the bubbles, like the swampy one, I'll Follow You Into the Dark. Mm. I like that song. Yeah. That's one of those guy discovers how a capo works, and then he learns how to play that song. Yeah, I don't know. All right. We're not moving. We're moving sluggishly today through this episode. I've had three coffees. I should be moving faster than this. Um, it's been a rough day. I, I had an edible, so that would explain why that you can't do math anymore. That explains a lot. I'm gonna I'm gonna wake up tomorrow and look at my walls and be like, "Who the fuck came in here last night and tried to hang stuff?" Why are there seven <laughs> nails for one calendar? 
<laughs> why is why is one of the days on the counter set for get, get some buddy <laughs> fix holes? Wait, is someone sending me messages with finish nails? <laughs> what does it mean? <laughs> the aliens, it's the aliens put the holes here. This is the government trying to get you. That's exactly it. <laughs> it's the men in black. They're trying to get me. All right. Wow. They call Speaking them fingers, of... but I've never seen them thing. Oh, <laughs> there they go. <laughs> <It's> like... <laughs> Oh what is that from? Is that, that's, that's, a, that's, a, that's a yeah, second yeah, sentence. That's right. Drive. That's what I thought. Oh, there we go. Oh. That's like one oh, of the man. best episodes of The Simpsons, too. Oh, gosh. I'm dying over here. <laughs> this episode is just me and you laughing about The Simpsons stuff <laughs> uncontrollably. That's it. Golden era Simpsons stuff. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. They're still making new ones. And they need to stop. They're getting bad. Well, they've been the same thing for so long. They like just changed the show, but enough people like keep watching it. It still makes money. Yeah, Matt Groening's just gonna—I'm sure he doesn't even do anything for the show anymore. He probably just sits there and cashes a check. No, I mean, I don't think any original writer is still there. I say we bring Conan back. <laughs> uh, unfortunately, Conan show keeps getting downgraded, so eventually he might be available. Yeah. It's like he went from like being on like prime time, you know, and cable and all this. He went from what from prime time, then he went to cable, then he went to like digital only. Now he's on, you know, public broadcasting. I thought his TBS show just got like cut down from like a full out late night show to just like him interviewing people. I think he went to a different. I don't think he's on TBS anymore. Is he not? I don't know. I mean, I said I think. Not 100%. I think you should just bring back his road show. That was fun. Yeah, it was okay. Conan O'Brien. Team Kogo. He's only 6'4". Yeah, I mean, he's tall, but he's lanky. I know. I just always thought he was like 6'8". But he hangs out with celebrities, so... That probably shows yeah. you. Um, he has a podcast <laughs> called Conan O'Brien Needs a Friend. Wow. And maybe that's all he's doing now? I guess. Conan Without Borders? All right. All right. All right. All right. Let's talk about this Godin. It's a Godin guitar. It's blue. Laguna Blue. I yeah, like it. It's, it's okay. I I mean... Diaz, you sound like you're in the bathroom. I'm not in the bathroom. I'm trying to walk around the sink. And I was trying to run it quietly. Gosh. <laughs> it sounded like you were trying to do something else discreetly. So. No. <laughs> this episode, Diaz takes a leak while on mic. <laughs> Uh, well, I, I actually, I mean, I do have my phone, so I easily yeah. could. You know, that's a good idea. And then you're going to sit and wash your hands and confess to murder like uh, Robert Hurst did? <laughs> well, what? <laughs> did you ever watch The Jinx? No. Oh, I just ruined the whole twist of the show for you. I'm sorry. <laughs> I probably wasn't going to watch it. It's a five-year-old show on HBO at this point, so. Now, um, you know who Robert Durst is? No, I know who Fred Durst is. No relation. Okay. Uh, Robert Durst is like... Um, an error heir to like a real estate fortune so like he's part of like the aristocracy of new york who yeah. most definitely killed like three wives and got away with it all the times and so they did like this like in-depth like journalism thing and like interviewed him a few times and basically you can see he's yeah. racked with guilt and he's caught and like he has this tell when he's lying that's like very visual like this guy's kind of really started to lose it and then he's on his lapel mic he goes and uses the bathroom and they kept recording oh and he's in the bathroom like washing his hands he's like well they got you now what are you gonna tell him killed them all of course 
Like he's just like talking to himself in the bathroom, admitting he he committed murder, and that they didn't know until they played back the tapes. And so they're just like he comes out of the bathroom. He's like, "Well, thank you." Just shakes the guy's hand and just walks out. Wow, it's the most bizarre thing. And then he got arrested. I think he's in jail now. I did it. I ate that whole pizza by myself last night. <laughs> Any size pizza can be a personal size pizza if you try yeah, hard yeah. and you believe in yourself. That's all right. <laughs> you know, you just push through those clogged arteries. Just be a champ. Oh, what was the after the last dance? There was the Venn diagram. It was like Michael Jordan, me, and the overlap was eating a whole large pizza by yourself. All right, listen, we're going to talk about this a lot. We're just going to talk about this next thing, and we're going to call it because we're getting way too distracted. Um, Harley Benton supercharges their um, sub. This week no. in Harley Benton? Harley Benton. Wait, hold on. I got to do it while quote-unquote peeing. Hold on. Oh, God. Hold on. Harley Benton. That is way too strong of a stream. <laughs> you heard how fast I had to pee. <laughs> you have to get the same amount out in a short amount of time. All right. All right. So they've got the new uh, single cut, um, Les Paul styles. Uh, they look beautiful. Flame tops. Flame tops. EMG's retroactive humbucking pickups. So they've got two different variations through the models. Um, this thing, these are sweet. I mean, what, 500 bucks around there? Yeah, so I mean, they're they're doing a real straight up shot at the standard um, Epiphone. With this. I love I love the headstock on this actually. It's a little a little closer to Gibsony with not quite the horns. Right. Bound neck, proper bursts. I. It's got the it's got a decal on the on the headstock, kind of like a Les Paul custom, but not yep. not quite it. Actually, there's a few different versions of yeah. the headstock art. Um, so the the 550 plus and the custom plus. Oh, so there's a custom version. There we go. Um, and they even have a Floyd Rose model, but they start at 370, 417, mm -hmm. and then 518. So that's a really attractive pricing. Remember, it's Harley Benton, so you're probably going to throw another 60, 70 bucks on for shipping. Yeah. In case you accidentally buy one, like I did that one time. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you just buy one, and then they're like, oh, yeah, by the way, do you want to pay for it? <laughs> um, anyway, and then you're like, oh, no, no. Um, locking tuners. That's a nice little feature. Yeah, add on there. Yeah, graphite nuts. So yeah. woods that I can't even pronounce. Babinga. Akume bodies. Nyota necks. Chitoba fretboards. How come nothing ever sounds like really country? Because Nyota necks. Because when when the country folk found trees, they named them ash. Yeah, swamp ash. I got some swamp ash for you. Yep. Sorry. It's fine. So, so are we have a topic this week. Are we going to do our topic? Uh, what is the topic? You tell me. I don't know. Well, we put out a call for topics um, and only got one good one. <laughs> the rest of y'all sucked. <laughs> so Even after I told you, told them that their suggestions sucked. Um, so yeah, if you want to give us terrible topic suggestions, it. please, please hop into our Facebook group and let us know. Uh, this one comes from a guy named Marcus Gullen. Diaz, I don't know who that is. Do you know who that is? Just, uh... He's a dick. Yeah. No, I'm just kidding. That's, that's my brother. <laughs> I mean, so he does, he does our theme song, our intro song, whatever uh, you want to call it. I knew that. I was just setting you up. Oh, I know. I was saying that as a fact to the listeners. What the, what the heck are you doing? I'm eating a garlic stuffed olive. Back off. <laughs> that, that's the most Caucasian thing you've ever said. It's more Italian than anything. What? So Italian people aren't Caucasian? Are they from the Caucasus Islands? 
All right, from Marcus, how does a tone affect your playing on stage? How well does that connect with your audience on an organic level? Well, from experience as a listener, I tell you shitty tone, nine times out of 10 equates to shitty playing. Um, and if I'm playing shitty, I, I'm not having fun. I mean, we so. always talk, We, always, you know, the, it's a classic comment in like these groups of, you know, no one in the audience actually cares about your tone. I do. If I'm in your audience, you know I do. Yeah. I mean, here's the other fun part is most often tone that we love hearing when we're playing at home sounds terrible on stage. And when I say terrible, it means non-existent. Like you just blend in. Well, that's because at home you want it to sound very warm and you want it to cover so much of the um, the EQ pretty much that you're hearing. Mm-hmm. You're filling your, 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 and then whenever you get put in the mix, you're, all you're doing is getting behind the instruments that are more present in that certain uh, frequency. And you're just falling to the background and you sound like mud and butt. Yep. Diaz was right. Suck it. So I was watching an interview this week. Um, maybe it was yesterday. Maybe it was two days ago. Um, Mark Ledieri, do you, does that ring a bell for you or no? No, but he sounds like he likes uh, garlic stuffed olives. Possibly. Um, he just got a PRS uh, signature model. Uh, he's in Snarky Puppy. Oh, yeah. Fearless Flyers, the him. Uh, he was doing an interview, and this is like an old interview, so this is not like new, but he was he was on Tim Pierce and uh, Pete Thorne's little show thing. Yeah. Yeah. Um, he was talking about when he practices at home, he wears earmuffs so that huh. he doesn't focus on his tone. He focuses on his playing. Why doesn't he just not plug in then? Uh, I think you still need like the dynamics of plugging into an amp maybe. Yeah. Uh, he, t- he talked a lot about, um, I mean, it's in the same interview. He also talked about like he hates in-ear monitors, which... It's just kind of interesting because, like, I love them. Oh, yeah. But I also, like, I understand how you can be on one side or the other. But, oh, if I mean, because if you're used to, like, stage volume and the way you sound on stage, where chances are you are a little muddy and you are, like, because you're not in that, that right sweet spot. Whereas if you're on in-ear monitors, it's crystal clear. Um, yeah. And so, like... I think that would adjust your playing a lot. It's just how you're self-hearing. Yeah, I mean, I think, yeah, dynamically it's going to change quite a bit for me. You know, if I sound real muddy and there's like no, no compression error or anything like that, like, I mean, I play with my pick hand, it reacts to what I'm hearing, you know? Mm-hmm. So I feel like that's going to totally change everything. And if you sound horrible, you're going to just make yourself sound mad. My thing is, if I sound horrible, I'm going to keep getting frustrated and just keep going and going and then like, just get mad and play horribly. So that's, but that's just me. It's like, there's been plenty of times I've walked off stage and been like, oh, that was horrible. I hated it. I sound, I just, I didn't enjoy it. Hmm. I feel like you're the same way well I mean nowadays I just plug in and I already have whatever I was going to dial in yeah so I mean that that's when I switched from amps to like a modeler that definitely changed things a bit just one in terms of like consistency and stuff like that but I don't know. At the same time, like, um, I remember bringing it to the church I was playing at and sounding different in their in-ears, even though I, like, practice at home with in-ears. Just, like, get comfortable well, with it. If there's EQ, if they've EQ'd something on the channel. Yeah, but I was supposed to be post, I was supposed to be pre-EQ in my in-ears. Huh. Which also makes me think they just didn't have things set up right or... I don't know what they're doing, but did you say, listen, I'm an acoustical engineer. 
I know what's right and what's wrong. I don't know. I was at that church for eight years and they never did anything about acoustics, so I don't think anyone cared. Yeah, most of them don't until until they get people who constantly complain about it and then they're like, what can we do to fix it? And then I show up and I'm like, well, you know, it's already existing, so it's going to be this, you know, you're going to have to do this and this and this. And they're like, oh, that's way too expensive. Why don't you yep. tell, this when, tell us this when it was built? And I'll go, well, you built it while I was in high school. <laughs> yeah, sorry about that. Yeah, but... sorry about that. Um, yeah. I don't know. I don't know. Does... Well... So, good tone. Do you play better with it? Oh, Do you of think you play better? I well, here's the deal. When I've got good tone, I get lost in the music, and it flows naturally. So yes, I play better. It's like a, it's, it's getting rid of a barrier, right? Like right. If you're, yeah, like, you're you're thinking, you're not thinking about it. Yeah, if you're like trying to like overcorrect your tone or whatever, because I I I don't I don't know. Do we talk about this much before? I'm I may kind of set it and forget it, kind of a pedal guy. Yeah. Um, I don't really like tap dancing a lot. And so I don't hop between like pedals while playing that mm-hmm. often I'll, I'll more often hop between songs. Um, and so a lot of my, you know, like chorus to verse to stuff like that just comes from like me digging in harder and backing off with my right hand. I, I don't even play with the volume knob that much. I just tend to just adjust my picking a lot. Yeah. And so I can see like, if my tone's not working those days, some days like, you ever finish playing and your arm is just tired? Mm-hmm. And it's like, oh, I was just... And it can be various things. Like, I, I know I often, when I played with less than stellar drummers, or let's just like, you always had a member who you're like trying to drag along the rhythm. I get done and like physically I'm tired. Yeah. Um. So I think, you know, bad tone can, can fall into that. Um, I just, I'm, I hate to say it. I'm often not too aware of my bad tone if it is bad until like we're done because it's something that happened beyond what I was hearing in my in-ears. Yeah. Cause we corrected it in sound check for me. Yeah. Or like I dialed in what I wanted or what I thought I should sound like in sound check and then you know, something happens like you, you summed a mono or you get some weird phasing or they try to put a widener on you or something like that. And suddenly everything just sounds wrong. But like quit touching stuff, people. On it, I mean, seriously, the, the, I hate to say it. The times I've sounded best at my church were the days I just showed up with a Kemper and they didn't touch it. Yeah. Whenever I ran an amp or something like that, someone was always futzing with it doing little things and so there would be like the gate wasn't set right or I don't know stuff like that people couldn't keep their grubby hands off things I mean that's a that's a real thing I mean I know how guys are always like you know how there's like this the plug straight in purists yeah there is something to that of like the more stuff you try to do sometimes the more like the, the 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 soul starts disappearing, right? And so like there's cute there's there's cool things you can do, but often if you have more than two or three pedals on, you know your human aspects of what your sound is starts really starting to disappear, right? So I mean that can be a factor too. I mean that's kind of, that's part of the fun of playing like with like just a fuzz. Yeah, is, like it requires you to do more. Whereas when you're doing like the, I'm just going to play pretty notes and I've got a squashy compressor on. So like how I pick doesn't matter. And I've got a reverb that goes for 17 minutes and you know, it's just like bloom, but like, there's no real playing from you anymore. You know, there's that disconnect that can happen with by like messing with your tone too much. I mean, you're playing the pedals. You're not playing the guitar at that point. I agree with that sentiment, even though it is a very boomer thing to do so and hey i resemble that comment often too i do that stuff i make i make bloomy shimmery magic things i, I i've sent you some of my 
Like, remember in our group? Well, of course you don't remember things. Um, <laughs> That's true. Like, <laughs> when I first got my Volante and I came up, when I started doing, like, those, like, golden ratio, like, tape delay things that just, like, bloomed yeah. all over the place. And yeah. I sent you some of those, like, sound samples. And I'm like, guys, this is incredible. Um, like, I do that stuff. It's not... That's like five percent of my playing, but yeah. if that, but I do mess with that crap. I fuck with that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm trying to be hip. All right. So, well, speaking of being, um, well, speaking of being hip, be hip. Join our Facebook group. Go to facebook.com/groups/effectsloop. Uh, you can follow us on Instagram at the Effects Loop. You can join our Patreon, Patreon.com/slash. The effects loop, pretty much just anything. The effects loop, except for YouTube, because we don't have enough people following us. So, are subscribed to are we us. Still at sixty-nine. Nice. Yeah, I think so. I hope so. Don't, don't, don't subscribe to us. We just leave it alone. That's fine. We're happy with the way it is. Actually, yeah. Please, please don't primarily, primarily listen to this episode on, uh, on uh, anything YouTube just because don't to it, it doesn't show up in our stats and. It can hurt our like trying to get um, sponsors. Yeah. All right. Well, are we? Oh, thank you to Westminster Effects. Go to westminstereffects.com. Buy something. Let them know that you heard about them from us. Show them some love. I think that's about it. Am I missing something? Uh, no. All right. Well, I don't know what you guys are still doing here. We'll talk to you next week. You, you can go now. Go on. Just get. Get. We don't want you here anymore. Go. Go on. We don't, we don't love you anymore. You're real bad. <laughs> All right. See you guys. Bye. Bye. Hate annihilated, every heart is one, love again, so Don't die.